0: Ready to live at the higher vibrations, where peace, love, joy, and good health are the daily standard? That's what this show is all about. Welcome to Vibe. And here's your host, Robin Openshaw.
1: Hey, it's Robin Openshaw, and welcome back to The Vibe Show. We haven't heard from Dr. Z in a long time. He is a very dear friend of mine. Dr. Eric Zelinsky is a doctor of chiropractic, and a couple of years ago, he published a bestseller called The Healing Power of Essential Oils, and he's been doing a lot more with his wife lately. Um, Sabrina Zelinsky is really amazing in her own right. She's a group fitness instructor, martial arts instructor, health coach. She loves uh, helping breastfeeding women. She's a lactation consultant and loves all things natural health. So she's known as Mama Z to her fans online and they founded naturallivingfamily.com. And so their goal is to teach people how to safely and effectively use natural remedies such as essential oils. So they're coming out with a brand new book and we're going to talk to them about that today. So welcome to The Vibe Show, Dr. Z and Mama Z. Hi. So glad to be here.
0: We love the GSG. Um, you know it's funny, Robin? Um, we just read the BFG, the Big Friendly Giant. And every time I thought about the BFG, I'm thinking of the Green Smoothie Girl, the GSG. So next to your awesome um, junk food, gr- green smoothie dude book, um, that's my kid's favorite. <laughs>
1: <laughs> By the junk food, green smoothie dude, he means if you don't know... He's sort of hybridized two characters in my book, The Adventures of Junk Food Dude, which the Zielinski kids apparently love. And so there's Green Smoothie guy in there and there's Junk Food Dude. So we could call him JFD.
2: Absolutely. Well, and um, Isaiah, our second born, he like tells people about the book and he, you know, because he obviously is the guy that, that coached junk food dude and, uh, initially and got him uh, over to the good side of eating. So he claims that that's him. (laughs) That's awesome.
1: You can, you can absolutely tell him that he was the inspiration for that book, because I will tell you this, it was not either one of my sons.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, I don't know about child labor laws in Utah, where you, where your business is, but if you want a spokesperson, I think he'll work for your awesome new bars that you created.
1: Yeah, those bars are going crazy. I think we totally sold out of this little free three pack. We had like all three of the different varieties plus $5 shipping and we totally sold out of them. I think we like had 1500 people take us up on that. We weren't expecting that.
2: It's awesome.
1: I'm glad you like them. We've been really proud of them. It took us 18 months to get the organic certificate for that. Can you believe that?
0: yay good for you good for you
1: yeah thanks we got to bring the junk food dudes over to the light side yes
2: absolutely (laughs) well and i'll tell you robin um i just got back from a field trip with two of my boys today and one of these little it was i kept the wrapper because i couldn't even believe of it it was the schmuckers uncrustable peanut butter and grape jelly sandwich and it like the wrapper blew over to me so like i read it and i was like I couldn't even believe what was even on the nutritional label. It is like not even food and it's um it's so important what you do in reaching children um as well because you know we really have to make some big changes if this is the you know mainstream of what's out there, which is so scary.
1: Yeah, it's not surprising to me that we have such epidemics of illnesses. What's surprising to me is that we're any of us alive when we eat all this Franken food, which brings us to your new book and I know Sabrina you just have a few minutes with us before you have to run and get the kids from school so you'll stay with us until you have to run we totally understand that you have this new book coming out called the essential oils diet and so of course everyone's going to ask does this mean we eat only essential oils and I'm sure that is not at all your intent so you're You're saying in the book that people are asking the wrong questions when it comes to weight loss. What do you wish they were asking?
2: Well, I I wish that people were asking what the actual ingredients were instead of just looking at nutritional labels. Because, you know, when you look at the nutritional labels, not only do some of them lie with all of this enriched food and all of this other stuff, but uh, people aren't focused um, on the essential nutrients that are actually in the food.
1: Yeah, it's like somewhere they derailed us into thinking that we should value food based on how many calories it has or how many grams
0: of proteins, fats, and carbs. What's wrong with that picture? You know, Robin, the thing is, is that the whole focus is on right now, carbs, fats, proteins, the numbers, the quote, essential nutrients. And the problem is, unless we start looking at the non-essential nutrients, and one thing, when you do the research, you start to see that they're clumped together, these non nutritive substances are also known as bioactive compounds they are the compounds that make us healthy so yeah carbs and fats and proteins will keep you alive but this is profound and i have a really good quote i want to quote in a minute that research has said flat out you will not be healthy you will not have a robust health if you don't have a diet rich in polyphenols essential oil based type of bioactive compounds so yeah we're not saying you live on essential oils but what about eating food in its natural plant-based whole form like whole basil whole lemon instead of dehydrated or instead of just getting the food without the essential oil based in it so there's a lot of different things that we want to teach people but it's basically food freedom I mean, you can eat your, you know, your healthy cake and have it too, so to speak. And we walk you through how to do that in a way where you don't feel guilty all the time.
1: Okay. So we have a lot of food fads and you and I chat about this all the time, Eric, and there's a lot of books with diet in the, in the title. And, you know, I wrote the green smoothies diet and I, I wrote the green smoothies diet because that's what my publisher insisted on calling it. That's not the name of the book that I wanted to write, but guess what? It ended up being hands down the far and away bestseller of all my books. Everybody's looking for a diet. What is new that is offered by the essential oils diet? A lot of the recipes use little amounts of essential oils to flavor and to add value to their food as they cook. Tell us more.
2: Well, one of the things about the recipes is, you know, we've gotten... Um, fresh herbs for years and had that a part of our food. And of course, that's going to add lots of flavor, but also utilizing the essential oil as well, which enhances the food and the flavor, but also it adds that bioactive compound. And then of course, there are certain foods that work amazing together as well.
0: You know, Robin, we have a a similar story and I try not to share that too much because we really do love our publisher, but they're like, look, we have to have the word diet Mm -hmm. in it or it's not going to sell. And then you think of it, it's all based off of Amazon and and we all know Amazon controls the world at this point. People are not going to find a book related to food unless the word diet is in the title essentially, right? And so that's really the bottom line is we, the titles of books now are based off of Amazon searches, but you know what? I had my own coming to Jesus proverbial moment where i like, I could deal with this because diet by definition is just essentially the sum collection of foods that you eat. So yeah, my diet is the Dr. Z diet and your diet is the GSG diet and Mama Z's diet is the Mama Z diet. So you know, it is a lifestyle approach, which very much is food is only one component of it. The difference is we're throwing away this fad that you need to eat meat. We're throwing away this fad that you need to eat um, low carb, high fat. Like we, we debunk the keto myth. We debunk the paleo myth and we dive deep into the research and like, look again, it's food freedom. You can eat good grains. You can have all the apples and carrots and celery and fruits and vegetables that you want within reason, within balance. And that's what we're trying to do, trying to get people back to balance. And the core though, the core is this detoxified lifestyle, which, you know, we, you, us, all of us, we all get. And we're trying to help people overcome this like toxic burden that has just taken over their metabolisms because people, they're just rampant. Their weight is rampant. Their autoimmunity is running rampant. Their thoughts are running rampant. And we're trying to help control and just soothe all that for just a moment.
2: And one of the things about that too is people are bound to the scale and we want them to stop watching the weight on the scale, and really focus on other things. Because once they stop being bound by those numbers, then they start losing that weight while they're eating the appropriate things and doing the things that they should be doing with their body instead of Going on the scale every, you know, morning and evening, you know, and so many people are bound in that way.
1: Yeah, and it's really um, discouraging. I haven't been on the scale in a couple of years, and before that, I was kind of like slowly weaning myself off of it because I would get depressed if it wasn't the right number, and sometimes you know my weight would jump up two or three pounds for absolutely no reason, and so the scale is not where the story is told. But we know that people who are going to buy a book with diet in the title, have probably bought 10 other books with diet in the title, or 20 or 50 in the course of their lives, and they're interested in not only losing weight, but finally just getting off of that roller coaster. What do essential oils have to offer when it comes to cravings, addictions, and bad habits?
0: Well, one thing, you know, Robin, when you look at what is the root cause of addiction and bad habits and cravings, a lot of it is emotional, and it's deep-rooted. And so what we try to do is we try to help people, essentially essential oils can be used as a crutch. They could be used to naturally boost your serotonin, your endorphins and your dopamine where people are running to sugar for. And same people are running to nicotine and other people are running to cocaine. And so there's this addiction cascade that occurs in the brain and it's a literal physical, it's not a metaphysical, it's a physical interaction that occurs when someone consumes whether again, cocaine, Whether it's nicotine, caffeine, or sugar, it's this addiction response. And so essential oils can actually help with the withdrawals. So black pepper essential oil, for example, can help reduce the withdrawals. Peppermint essential oils can give someone a satiety and cinnamon also can help someone feel more full. So you're not really are hungry all the time. Citrus oils can help boost your mood because how many people consume food because they're bummed out, they're sad, they're depressed. And well, what about having like a natural antidepressant? The goal isn't to have people, quote, be on essential oils because they have to. Um, we love using essential oils to enhance our life, but we have found them to be a really good non medical adjunct to someone's holistic lifestyle to get them through those really tough times.
2: And one of the things um, that we've heard over and over again, you know, and, and I started looking at, You know, out of any other detox, when you're detoxing off, you know, sugar and other, you know, bad foods, is that, you know, those things that most people detox off, they don't need in their life, but we need to eat um, to live. And so, as people um, are transitioning to a different lifestyle and they're making those changes, usually using the essential oils is great, especially at the beginning. And what we found is people were opening up and saying, you know, with the essential oils diet, I couldn't believe I would was going to certain things when certain emotions or certain relationships or certain things weren't going well in my life. And I realized I was stuffing it down with food instead of dealing with the actual issue. So it bridged that gap, just like he said, in order to be able to um, to truly start dealing with the emotion and the things that were involved in it.
0: And this is fun for people uh, who are plateauing or who find a little struggle area, whether it's a little cellulite or that little, you know, the extra roll on your tummy or whatever it might be, citrus oils, specifically lime and grapefruit have been proven just inhaling them, which is, it still blows my mind. Just inhaling citrus oils can produce lipolysis. It triggers the brain to burn fat. And so what we've done is we've developed these formulations. We have, and I'll actually, I would love to give you it right now, our fat burning roll on recipe that Sabrina uses when she trains for her pageant, which by the way, I know she has to leave in like two seconds here, but Mama Z here, hottie Mama Z won the swimsuit contest at the Mrs. Georgia America pageant last year at 40 years old, competing with girls half her age. And yeah, mother of four, (laughs) partly swimsuit. She's hot. She's my wife. Yay. I can say that. So part of it was because she was wrapping her body in this fat burning essential oil wrap and using essential oils and of course her diet, you're like her, again, the collection of foods that she was eating, her diet was spot on. She was exercising like a maniac and all the fun things, but you know what? essential oils can help people get over that hump. And, and I kid you not, Robin, I kid you not, we've gone through, we've had dozens and dozens of people that we walked through a special 60-day challenge, actually 90 of exactly the number, and we've had people like just just lose two, three pounds just by focusing on applying a nice essential oil roll-on over their tummy and just smelling essential oils throughout the day. It will help. And also for people
2: who have to lose a lot of weight, you know, a lot, the biggest scare for them is what am I going to do with all the skin? And so Mm, one of the biggest things is I try to teach them and train them exactly how to keep that skin involved in the process. So as you're losing weight, your skin is more engaged and you're using, um, you know, tools in the fat burning roll on, um, to be able to take the fashion, get it involved with, with the skin and get it re-energized, especially if it's been a while that you've been, um, you know, quite overweight.
0: Hey babe, how about before you leave, how about you give them the recipe for, from the book?
2: Absolutely. All right. So you take a 10 milliliter glass roll-on bottle and you use four drops of lime essential oil, three drops of peppermint essential oil, three drops grapefruit, two drops citrus, one drop eucalyptus
0: oh no two drops cypress
2: oh cypress excuse me cypress sorry um one drop eucalyptus one drop cinnamon bark and then you fill the rest of the way up with fractionated coconut oil jojoba oil or sweet almond oil Uh, my favorite is um the jojoba oil. And um, what I do is I actually will use those um, oils in the roll on over the over the spots that are the more troubling areas. And you know, for most people, it's going to be the arms, the flanks, the, the tummy, the thighs, the buns. And then I actually use a fat massager. Um, it's like a little thing with knobs on it. And I get really in there and I massage that after I get out of the shower a or a fascia blaster as well. But while I'm in the, shower. Um, I also use those exfoliating gloves that you can use, um, for dry brushing and other things. And I, I use those to really stimulate the area and use that same fat massager in the shower. And I use those same oils to make, um, a blend that I actually will add to one of my, um, recipes for, um, just a shower gel that doesn't have any scent. That'll be the actual ones that I use. Um, Now, alternatively, the wraps that he mentioned, we'll use an organic muslin, same exact um, blend right there. And then um, we'll put the oils on, put the organic muslin around and then wrap it in saran wrap. Because of course we don't want that to be touching our skin and it's important to wrap each um body part separately because the very first time I had Dr. Z wrap me we wrapped my arms and then my waist and then my other arm and then the legs and um in the middle of the night I had to go to the bathroom and I had to cut myself out so it's good to wrap each of those areas
0: <laughs> yeah don't wrap yourself up like a mummy
2: yeah yeah wrap separately And then when you wake up in the morning, I mean, you can do this for just a couple hours, but if you do it overnight, that's really, you'll get a lot more benefit. And, um, you are sweating a ton when you wake up, you literally have to like wipe yourself off. It is amazing. Interesting. I know you guys
1: just got a health mate sauna and I've been talking about health mate sauna for like 12 years now. Are you loving using your essential oils in there since I've had one for 10, 12 years now, and you just got yours. What are your essential oils that you use in the sauna?
2: Absolutely. Well, my favorite combination um, in the sauna is a combination between the citrus oils, the lemon, grapefruit, lime, lemon, and peppermint. Those are my favorite ones in the actual sauna.
1: I love eucalyptus. It's like such a good... You, you were talking about how amazing the cedar wood smells in your house when you heat the sauna, and I don't know, something about the smell of the cedarwood and the, the eucalyptus, I love it. so.
2: Ooh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to add that to the package mm-hmm. over there. Sounds good to me. Well, I have to go run and get the kids. So Dr. Z is going to answer all the rest of your questions. Okay, good to see you. You too. Bye.
1: Okay, Eric, tell us how we use essential oils to stop food addictions or to help with food addictions. And and yep. you know what? Hold on. I want to back up because you were talking about a study that you breathe. I'll bring you back to that one. That you breathe uh, citrus oils. It's been actually documented to help people lose a few pounds. And of course, we don't want to suggest that if you have 50 pounds of weight to lose, that just breathing in citrus oil is going to be your only approach but gosh if you had 50 pounds to lose and you could lose three pounds of it through inhaling aromatic compounds what's the mechanism there how does that even how does that work
0: yeah it's all through when you you know it all boils down the power of smell so the the key to essential oils is the the ability of smell to affect your limbic system your mood your emotions your primal brain and so uh, there's a lot of different things when it comes to the neurotransmitters that are being emitted when we smell something that fight or flight response, when you smell smoke, that relaxing sensual, um, response when you smell something like ylang Lang I mean, you know, there's a reason why a lot of folks have libido boosting blends that have the same essential oils in it. It, it, like triggers certain hormones and neurotransmitters to be released by the body. And so when you smell inhale lime or grapefruit and I would conjecture orange and lemon, any oil that has a a high concentration of D-limonene, which is the primary component of citrus oils, it triggers lipolysis. It essentially tells the brain to start burning fat. And there's a few reasons, in my own opinion why, is because of the, primarily the mood boosting, the, the satiety, um, aspect of it. Like most people, when they're happy, they're not really craving a lot of food. Like, I don't know about you, but, but there is definitely a correlation between depression and overeating. You, mo- you don't see a lot of people that are elated. That's why a lot of drug addicts are very thin because they're not, you know, beside obviously marijuana has a, a tendency to get people munchies. But when you're looking at cocaine addicts, when you're looking at, um, a, you know, significant drug addiction, um, the ex the euphoric drugs these people aren't eating they don't want to eat um because eating can cause you to kind of get low down a little bit um, eating slows you down and people that are that want that high um you're not eating you're happy Give me nothing but water my drug right so crude analogy to kind of explain why citrus oils can help that in my opinion um yet we do know the mechanism is lipolysis and there are other things too i do think can help when it comes to curbing the hunger and joy happiness peace and you start making and there's also an emotional component when you look at that you start you know the people that do well for themselves are typically the people that are happiest with their lives there's this element of self-destruction that i know about quite frankly is i didn't start doing drugs um, you know, I've done cocaine. I've, I smoked a lot of marijuana. I've done ecstasy. I used to smoke a pack of cigarettes a day. That was triggered by depression. And there's an element where I don't know anyone, and I'm going to make a judgment call on here. I don't know anyone in the world that is a chain smoker that loves their lives it's typically there's a deep-seated, rooted, self-destructive, like, I'm depressed, I don't care what happens to me sort of thing. When you knowingly do something that you know can cause cancer and hurt yourself, there's an element of self-hatred. And this is deep. And this is where people that go through emotional recall healing, they'll find like, wow, like maybe you're right. And so People that love like you, Robin. You love yourself. You have a lot of self-love, so you take care of yourself. Um, self-destructive behaviors are typically, you know, another another aspect of it. So that's why we really um, encourage people to do things that make you happy, make you feel good, because you'll want to continue that. It be, really becomes addictive in a good way.
1: Yeah, um, I often say that we only abuse things we don't value, and so we really don't abuse our bodies anymore when we spend the time to become very mindful of the of how much we value our body. And that it's the only one we have. And when we um, sort through all our subconscious stuff, our self-sabotaging stuff, and decide to love ourselves, can't really love somebody else till we love ourselves. And
0: we've mm-hmm. all
1: heard that a, a thousand times, but you and I both have a similar background of, we don't think we've ever discussed it, but I know that we both come from people with serious addictions. My, my grandparents, um, on one side of my family, my grandma and grandpa were both chain smoking alcoholics, and they were each other's second and fifth spouse. And they gave it all they gave it up together on the same day, and neither one of them ever drank alcohol or smoked a cigarette again. And I, wow, yeah, I have deep respect for that. That had to not be easy. I mean, I understand uh, where the addiction came from deep sorrow and trauma. My grandpa became alcoholic after my grandmother killed herself at the age of mm-hmm. 33. So his wife, the mother of his three children, leaves the earth through violent means. I can totally understand how these dictions happen. I am nothing but compassion. And it's in me. It's in me, that, that tendency. And it's, it was in you. And I love that you're honest and talk about how in your early adulthood you experimented with just about every substance there was and and i know that you're much much happier now you have a much more fulfilling life a successful career a, a loving marriage and four adorable super happy kids and i'm yeah. proud of you i'm proud of you little brother
0: oh we love you um man i got chills on my spine i want to share a little bit of part of the book that you know isn't typically the part that we share because it's not necessarily the sexy part but you know um you're worth it by virtue of being alive by virtue of being a child of God, you, whoever is listening, you are worth it. I can't tell you how many times we've heard from the tribe that follows us. And we're, you know, like you, Robin, we're blessed. Um, nearly 6 million people who visit our website every month, a year. Hundreds of thousands of followers on Facebook. And the cool thing about all that is we've been able to gather a lot of data. We know what people think. We know what people are saying. And one common theme that I'm getting is I'm not worth it. People will will pay, you know, 20 bucks for organic dog food and you go to McDonald's. You're worth it. And you're worth it to the point where you owe it to yourself. You owe it to God. And you owe it to the world because until you've, I believe, until we fulfill our call in Christ, until we fulfill the God-given ministry that we have The world will never be what it should be. There'll be suffering, there'll be pain, there'll be sorrow. But when we are doing what we're called to do, we will be really the hands and feet of Christ in a very real way. And I didn't have that purpose. I didn't have that vision. And so I just squandered through life. But once I realized that, you know, my body is a temple, take care of it. And so for you listening, I I, I just invite you to spend some time. And if you find yourself doing self-destructive things, and we all do at times, I think. Um, you know, first of all, don't be guilty. Don't hurt your, you know, don't, don't hurt your, your pride or your ego. Like, don't get down on yourself. But realize, you know, why am I doing this? Ask yourself. And dare I say, pray and ask God and say, look, what's going on here? What's at the root cause? And you might go down a journey that maybe you need support. Maybe you can go to a local counselor, talk to a trusted friend, and kind of flesh this out. Because once you recognize that, you know what, I am worth it and I'm going to do what it takes, all this stuff becomes easy. There are no cheat days in our diet plan because it's not a diet plan. It's a lifestyle approach. And we're like, we're setting you, we're going to help set you up. And all the stuff that you do, Robin, your detox master classes, and all the cool things, we're setting people up for success that's easy to maintain. For a lifestyle of health, wellness, self-love, and appreciation for really the gift that we are to the world.
1: Yeah, you and Mama Z have the heart of servants, and uh, you know not everybody does. Not everybody does. Who's out there to be an influencer? We both kind of came by this accidentally and discovered that we love to serve and teach. And this is a little bit sideways, but I know you texted me today and said that you just launched. Sabrina's, um, gardening class, which is very exciting. I wish I'd done that when I first put green smoothie girl up. Cause I was doing videos on my, I'd show my three composting boxes. They're still out there on YouTube <laughs> yeah. and I'd show me like there's pictures in my books of me gardening with my daughter. Who's 21 now and a college student. I have pictures of her and me gardening when she was, I want to say nine. And, uh, and, and so gardening was a very big passion of mine. I had 10 Ten foot by ten foot square foot gardens. I loved it. I just I was never happier than when my hands were in the dirt and the sun was shining on my skin and I was teaching my child about the law of harvest. So tell us a little about about uh, Sabrina's course and what what people will learn.
0: Yeah, and you know that's actually part of our essential oils diet book. You know, doing things. What a great way of moving of maintaining your daily allotment of exercise where people like, I only got time to exercise for an hour because I'm sitting on my butt all day in front of a computer. Hey, y'all, we get that. And, and doing what we do for a living behind the computer, it's tough. That's why I have a standing workstation with a treadmill. I mean, on a side note, don't waste your money on a standing workstation unless you're going to move. You need to move. Um, st- sitting and standing are just as bad as smoking you got to continue motion. So Sabrina teaches a garden class every year. And in fact, she's teaching one next month. And it's just something that she does to her local natural living family. And she has this big honeydew list because she teaches um, several classes, Um, gluten-free Italian cooking, salads, um, not like your typical like bib lettuce, like legit fun salads and holiday cooking. She has all these things. She goes, Hey, I want to put this out there on video. So we started one at a time. And um, you could check it out. We actually have a free viewing at organicgardenclass.com. And you could check out Mama Z's mini masterclass and just check it out. And so what she does to our local natural living family is walks them through our garden. And the thing about Sabrina, I mean, you know, she's quite frankly, one of the most talented people I've ever met, but she's also one of the most cultured and, you know, I give her mom and dad a lot of credit because her father-in-law was a PhD, is a, was retired PhD chemist, master gardener, and her mom was a culinary herbalist professionally for like 40 years. So she was raised in the garden. And so we have this huge, you know, 60 by 40 raised bed. We have an aroma garden, herb garden, deck garden, all these different gardens that she just maintains. And it's part of our, you know, way of life. And the kids do, you know, they weed and they water. And like you said, we, we teach from, you know, like the gospel of John, like the whole concept, I'm not only just of reaping and sowing, but, you know, this whole concept of, um, you know, Jesus is the vine, we're the branches kind of thing. And there's a lot of life lessons that we've learned in the Bible, but gardening, that's special. And so I didn't have that green thumb. I wasn't raised with that. And so it's very beautiful. Now we've expanded out to tower gardens and um, we have plants everywhere. We've actually rooted our own pineapple from a pineapple at the store and it created triplets in just about three years so we have now have four pineapple plants and pots that we keep outside in the warm weather and inside you have a little sunroom slash but you know it's funny robin even before we had a sunroom in a really when we had a smaller home our uh, dining room was lined with plants all across All around it so we could barely even sit down for food but it was that important for us to have the plants in the house we don't want them to die our hibiscus our lemon our lime trees all the fun things that people don't think they could grow you can grow
1: I don't know if there's anything that you could have your children around um, besides maybe animals that have more life lessons as you're talking I'm just Mm -hmm. thinking I'm sort of like having all these flashbacks to not only raising my children with a dozen fruit trees and a huge garden but also my own childhood where Every morning we had a lot of chores and one of them, the most dreaded one, to be honest, was that we had to go pick 100 weeds. And, you know, it's like just work ethic, so foundational, going outside and doing something that you don't want to and having that sense of completion, all the chores that are involved in bringing food to your table. I mean, there's so many American kids who they eat chicken nuggets and they, if you ask them if it was an animal food or a plant food, they wouldn't even know. Like, what even is it? But when, when your children work in a garden, um, even if it's in a community garden or your next door neighbor's garden, I mean, gosh, when we were in college, uh, my my then husband and I would, um, we rototilled a neighbor's garden who let us do it. And we had food when we lived in a tiny little student apartment and we were, you know, living on love, you know, there was no money wow. to be had. And we were, you know, we were a fail at the potatoes, but we were a success at everything else. And. So I'm just realizing how much I miss that and how glad I am that you're teaching these things to your children where they have an appreciation for where their food comes from and they participated in it. And I think that even if a radish wouldn't normally taste good to you, if you if you grew that radish, and I used to love teaching my kids to grow radishes because there was such a, there's less delay of gratification, you know, they could... They could plant it, and like a four weeks later, they could be eating it, and we would, we would, we would do compliments of. My, my mother did this as I was growing up, and when, when we were at the dinner table, we would say, well, the radishes are compliments of Libby, who planted them a month ago or, or whatever, mm-hmm. and the, that child would just beam and would just feel this sense of accomplishment because she helped feed the family. So many great things about a garden, Right.
0: Oh, I, yeah, I wish Sabrina were here. Um, you had no idea what you just said in relation to um, her story because you know this, but it's so funny. You, you know what episode, you know what the title of ep- our, um, we just started a podcast. Um, episode six, here's the title. Pick a thousand weeds and you can play with your friends, the importance of discipline and hard work. But Sabrina had to do a thousand and her dad would literally count them. And then if he determined it was less, then he would make them pick a thousand more. So the, every Saturday they just knew half the day was in the garden. But that's so funny. Who would have thought? You said a hundred. Her dad was a thousand. But I love that. Well,
1: there was eight of us. There was eight of us, and uh, and I may be remem- misremembering the numbers, but you know, just last year I made my son pull all the weeds in the front and the backyard to earn getting to drive my car for prom. And mm. he was a little Tom Sawyer. And all of a sudden, there were eight kids in my yard. And I was thinking, these kids cannot all fit in my car. I don't know how he talked him, them all into this because only four kids can fit in my car. So somehow he's calling people into, uh, into pulling weeds who don't even get to benefit by driving my car to prom. So kind of funny. Well, I'm excited for your new book to come out. It's called The Essential Oils Diet. Anything about it that you want to say that people will benefit from before we go?
0: You know... A lot, a lot of what I already know your followers and your tribe have uh, heard a lot about toxic overload. You know, the reality is, y'all, is that if we do our part, I really do believe our, our body will just kind of fall in line. And it's a lifestyle. Whether it's what you're, you know, what you're breathing, you know, get an air doctor, whether it's proper detox, get a healthmate son. sauna, whether it's food, you know, follow the advice in the book and on Robin's website and all that stuff. Our goal, my goal is through the book is to help people get hope that they are in more control than what they might think you are not a victim of the genetic lottery. Um, the concept of a slow and fast metabolism is just nonsense. We debunk that. And we talk about the things that really give people essentially control again. And so we encourage you. We want to love on you. And we want you to love on yourself. And not only know that, A, hey, you're worth it, but you do have a lot of tools at your disposal. And it doesn't have to be hard. It could be fun. It can be easy. And also, It's not super expensive either.
1: I love it. Well, I know there's the essential fast track in the book. It's a 30-day program to kickstart weight loss. There's 80 delicious, uh, nutritious recipes using essential oil blends. There's the essential exercise program because, of course, Sabrina is a group fitness instructor with high-intensity interval workouts. So lots going on in this book. Pick it up at your local bookstore is always our favorite or anywhere books are sold It is the Essential Oils Diet. Thanks for being with us, Dr. Eric Zielinski.
0: Ah, Thank you, Robin. We love you. Appreciate you so much.